sanguine. Yeah, we are a community of faith that are optimistic. We are discovering the mystery and intrigue of a walk of faith. So welcome. So excited you're here today. Hey, you wonderful people out there, my friends, my podcast community, and I just welcome you, you who are part of the sanguine community of faith, that those of you who do not fit inside the traditional mold, that we call ourselves misfits because we don't fit in the traditional mold. We are created incredibly for unique tasks, and we refuse to be like filed into a traditional file cabinet or segregated into an area you are created to be unique and i welcome you to sanguine we are bringing you and i as we discuss as we learn as uh, we move through the scriptures we are finding mystery intrigue optimism because we're optimistic with faith yep and that ancient wonderful lover of our soul that's in three persons the father jesus christ and the big HS, the Holy Spirit. So welcome. Hey, you guys. <laughs> I got the privilege of going to the gym today with my son, two of my daughters, and my daughter-in-law. We had such a fun time. And I saw a wonderful friend there, a friend that has been through so much. And it was so nice to see him and connect and to be able to be updated how his life is going. And I'm certainly going to continue to pray for him. But what a great day. And uh, as always, I love the gym. It was super fun because my kids asked me to help them show them how to lift and I love lifting yes I'm a fat guy right I'm trying to get unfat but I'm also pretty strong and I love lifting and I love like showing other people how to lift because it's part of my passions it's like this podcast do I love Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Father if you guys haven't noticed I do and I find religion absolutely sucks but a faith walk with those three is absolutely delightful and that if you can read the scriptures outside the lens of the religious uh, segment. Wow. It'll blow you away. It defies physics. It, it has so many cool things. It has mystery, intrigue. And guys, I, I, I can't even hardly touch on that. But those of you that doubt of Lydia in the Bible, there's so much proof to the Bible as being an ancient text compared to other ancient texts. There is so much validity in what has been written down, even through oral tradition that confirms like texts of later times. And maybe I'll get into this, but I'm just going to tell you, look into the validity of what is called the Bible, the written word. It has so much validity compared to other ancient works and its historical accuracy with characters that were once said, oh, well, those who mentioned the Bible aren't mentioned in history. Guess what? They popped up as they continue to will, as they, they will continue. Science is just the pursuit of the validation of God and his creation. Yeah, that maybe pissed off some of you. And if it did, keep listening and and uh, let, let's let's go at it a little bit. That is my belief. And it's OK if you believe different. I and I truly say this and I have friends on Facebook that disagree with me vehemently. I do. I still value as a friend and I value as a human being. And if you trusted Jesus as the burden bearer and that he is taking your sins away, 
even without that, you are still my friend. But with that, you are in the community of faith and I welcome you. And if you haven't done that, yep, that's pretty much all you have to do. And uh, you will start a relationship with a wonderful, loving, ancient being, eternal being that has the best search engine you've ever seen in your life. And so if you're after attributes, wow, that's one of them. <laughs> An incredible love and compassion. So welcome to the family of God. If you just did that, boom. Can it happen that e- easily? Boom. It certainly can. Yep. Anyway, thank you guys, as always, for your feedback, your encouragement. I'm always trying to improve. I know that I still say you know a lot, and I'm sorry for that. And so th- those are a couple of my favorite phrases and that I call you you guys you guys a lot and I know there's women out there and so I apologize I'm working on it I'm trying to get better I'm told that I'm getting better and so I'll keep keep working on it but you can communicate with me about anything at 406 big T the other day I had problems with the T for some reason I thought it was a G had some really great brain flatulence yeah <laughs> funny right that's my term but yeah, 406pigt at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And if you wanted to shoot a picture of yourself or something that represents you, that's always welcome. So today I want to follow up on a podcast that I that I sort of talked on the subject, but I just want to expand it a little more. And it's in regards to stress in our life. We were talking in James about trials, but I want to talk about stress because I was at the gym today and I did a lot of stress. And you're like, well, how so? Well, I stress my muscles because I worked them to the point of exhaustion, to the point where I had to grunt and groan and to complete sets. And so, and now as I'm home, those muscles are so stressed that they have problems going up the stairs and they're fatigued. And when I go to sit down on the white throne, it feels like it's 20 miles away. And so why would somebody do that? Why would you stress your muscles? Why would you lift weights? Why would you stress? It doesn't make any logical sense unless you know what the result of stressing that is. Okay. And you have to add one component and a lot of people don't do this and it's probably why injury and all kinds of things happens. But after you stress your muscles, you have to rest. And as you rest and as you eat and as you re-nourish those muscles, what happens? Yeah, they get stronger. You can lift more. You can lift longer the next time. And so as you're rested up, you go back and you do that again and you get stronger, you get bigger, you get more defined, you look like that hunk, right? Or that babe, right? Because you do that and it's fun and it's very fulfilling. Well, the same thing happens when you run or you do cardiovascular exercise. You stress your lungs and you run to the point where you're out of breath and you run to the point. Some of us, well, I don't always do this, but being a fat guy, it doesn't take too long to do this to the point where you're out of breath and you're dizzy and you feel like maybe, hey, I'm going to go boom. And I usually don't. There's been a few times that, yes, I have, but there was also a wasp involved in that one. So that doesn't really count. Yeah, I saw the bright light, but fortunately I came back. (laughs) Right. So we stress our system. And as we do that and we rest and then we run a few days later, we can run farther and we're less out of breath. And so it's a wonderful thing. Stress, the right kind of stress applied at the right place, builds strength and stamina. Well, so it is with our bodies and our physiology as we grow up and we're exposed to germs and our immune system is exposed to germs, not constantly, not overloaded, but it builds strength of our immune system. And our immune system is based primarily in our gut and its strength is determined by the diversity and the amount of bacteria we have in there. And so 
as a kid, you know, if you're playing in the dirt and, you know, there are people like you'll get tetanus if you're in the dirt. Yeah, you might. There actually is a natural cure for tetanus if you're interested. But as you grow up and in a place maybe not infested with bacteria, but not sterilized, your system begins to build strength as it's exposed to these bacteria and it builds strength and you're able to fight things off and you don't need as much intervention. Oftentimes your body just needs support and those bacteria and your immune system just needs support and it can fight things off. Now where things get a little sidetracked is when you introduce a nuclear bomb. And what is a nuclear bomb? And this is just Tom's, I I read too much and I learned too much. And so I have this opinion and I'm sorry because I know that there are probably people out there in love with antibiotics, but they are a nuclear bomb to your immune system because not only do they kill the bad bacteria, but they kill the good bacteria. And oftentimes, now I'm never opposed. If, if, if you need it, you need it. Okay. But oftentimes I wonder if just supporting that system that had been strengthened and giving it more strength would have fought off that. And you guys know that antibiotics do not work against viruses. They're for bacterial infections. So sometimes they're even giving us a placebo to help people feel better. But if you spend time building that system, it's just like if you had built muscle, why would you go in and nuke all that muscle and melt all that muscle that you've worked so hard? You wouldn't. But I digress. The whole point of this podcast is that like in James, when trials come in, they act like stressors. And if we can welcome them in and we can apply them at the right time and seasons, that they can build strength in our character. Like um, lifting weights builds for your muscle and running and biking builds for your cardiovascular system where you have strength and stamina. You can have that in your character and you can have that in your spirit and your soul. So when they face the stresses of life, they've already been somewhat exposed to that. They've built up strength from those exposures. You've rested and then you've hit those exposures again because let me tell you, Almost nobody can face constant stress and come out on top. You have to face stress in seasons and then you have rest and then you come back again. So as you begin to maybe let the trials and stresses in your life, you face those, you do the things that provide strength to your system and then you rest and allow your body to build up again and then you come again. But as you do that and you allow the stresses to come in, your character begins to look like that bodybuilder dude or babe and you're like wow that character looks good or that uh that spirit your ability to have faith and trust in god during times where it's just totally irrational it's because your spirit has been in stressful seasons and it has seen god come through and so it has built some strength in the area of faith and so you're just like you look and you're like oh dude you got some good belief system i'm liking that And so there are things that we perceive as bad that are not necessarily bad. They are tools. When they are left unchecked, they become toxins. But they don't have to be toxins because being exposed to stress all the time is toxic. But being exposed to stress on occasion and with intention, not that we can always do that with intention, but if we're like James and we consider it pure joy, we welcome in those stresses because what do we know? that they are going to build in us. And he says that we will lack nothing and be perfect. Now that's crazy talk, right? Absolutely crazy talk, but it's the Bible. And so it's true. He's not just saying that he's inspired by, yep, Jesus, the Holy Spirit and the father. 
And so that is true. I'm just going to take a quick sidetrack here. And I apologize if I have said this in previous podcasts. If I have talked to about accounts in the Bible or things in the Bible as stories, they are not stories. They are historical accounts that actually happened. And if they are like statements in the book of James, they are principles and truths. And so as a person of faith, but you're also a person of knowledge and God gave you a brain, you've studied what makes the Bible, which are some of the words of God. Okay. Yep. Some of the words of God. It is credible. It is a credible literary work that's historically accurate. And so you can count on it. So as we read things on in James, you have to know from my perspective that that's absolutely truth. And I often bring analogies and metaphors and things to, to bring it to practical life so you can begin to dial it in and actually use it and be refined and be strengthened and build character. Because what is one of my goals? Well, first, I want you to fall in love with a faith walk with the ancient lover of our soul, the eternal lover of our soul, which is embodied in the triune God, the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. But two, I want you to live the best life possible. And so I know by doing that, it's just like building muscle makes your life better. For one, you can eat more sugar because the more muscle you have, the better you metabolize sugar. Now, I don't think that's the reason you should do it. But also, like if you exercise, ride your bike, walk, run, you have more energy and you can sustain active activity for longer. And so a lot of you out there, you can play with your kids. You can play with your friends. If you're an old adult male, you can maybe do those things that you used to do when you're 18 without like having to go to the hospital after you're done because you still thought you're 18, but you haven't put those stresses on your body. And so you're a wee, a lot out of shape. Okay. So stress is good. And so I encourage you, I just felt really strong and I was thinking about lifting weights and, and, and feeling the pain afterwards. And do I necessarily enjoy the pain? Yeah, I probably do because I know what it's doing. And then I know in the next time I go in, maybe I can lift more than my son Wallace, right? Yeah. Most things I can, but boy, that kid can deadlift. Holy cow. Wow. Strong as an ox. And uh, yeah, anyway, I, I digress. So just a different perspective as you stand green communion, as you are uh, in a pursuit of God, or you're just like, you're listening, saying, Hey, I'm trying to decide if I want this. That's okay too. But the goal and part of this community is because you guys impact the people around you. And I know you do. And I watch this local group do it. And those of you that I know that listen, I watch you do it and you have done it. It's probably why you're attracted. You're, you're like a well, I've used the analogy before, you know, we are attracted to Jesus because our polarities are like attracting us to him. And uh, yeah, we're pulled because we have what he has. We have his love in us and we generally love the people around us. Even, okay, this is truth. If we're irritated with them from time to time. And if you're not, you're just a big fat liar. Okay. Um, we all get irritated with each other. My family has the saying it's funny, but it's true. You don't always have to like me, but you have to love me. And we do. We love each other. There are days where some of us don't want to be around other some of us. Us's, and uh, that's okay. Okay. And so loving people doesn't mean that you always have warm, fuzzy feelings all the time. But in general, you look and think of other people and there's a smile on your face. And that is you. You guys are a blessing. You're unique. You're attracted to that magnet of Jesus. We are pulled towards him. We don't fit in the traditional box. We are 
the unique ones, okay? Embrace it, become it. And uh, let me just pray for you guys. Holy Spirit, I so enjoy my friends. The ones that I get to see often are such a blessing in my life. The ones that are out there that listen to the podcast, when I hear how they make an impact, it is such a blessing to me. They are assets and uh, just incredibly value to the environments they're in. So I just declare your blessing and favor over them. May they see and know you more this week, Holy Spirit. And I just thank you. And uh, we pray these things in Jesus' cool, cool All right, guys, have an absolutely blessing. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.